This is Radio Taiwan International. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have some music for you on just the classics. But first, join us for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. All right. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. We are coming to you from the studios of Radio Taiwan International in Taipei. And in the far right, we have... Thomas Copper. Yes. And then it's... Hello, Shirley Lin. And then me, Natalie. So, actually, it's backwards, right? I'm on the right for you guys. But uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> today we'll be talking about how mask restrictions are loosening, even though we're still wearing Yay. them indoors. Finally. Yeah. They're loosening. And also how yogurt is helping fish and farmers. We'll give you some tips about making homemade yogurt. Um, some of us like to do that. Also, Taiwan's first electric racing car and more coming right up. Okay, so Taiwan has seen only four local COVID cases this whole month. Oh. So that means almost every day has been zero. Today mm -hmm. is one case. Mm -hmm. But because we've been on such a long streak of like zero to two cases a day, we're starting to loosen up um, our restrictions on masks because we basically have to wear a mask everywhere, even when we're exercising. Right. But just like uh, I think last week they changed it that when you're out in the open field, you don't need to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Yes, as of today. And that is that you don't have to wear a mask when you do outdoor exercising. But make sure you put it back on when you're done with exercising or just taking a rest or something. And the other thing is that you don't have to wear masks if you're taking photos. Oh, let's whether take a photo right now. Outdoors or indoors. <laughs> like we don't need photos anymore. Oh, Who's gonna oh. take a picture does for it? Wait. Does it count <laughs> as, as taking photos if we're live streaming on Facebook? It says taking photos. Let's take a photo, show our So face. we're live streaming right let's now. Do, let's do I, uh, I got it. in turn. Yeah, okay, our okay, faces. okay. Great, just when I want to get a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait. <laughs> okay, we'll take a picture right now. We can d take pictures indoors. Yay. Whoa, this, that mobile is so cool. Oh. The camera just kind of like moves it way, way out. Wait. Good. Yay! Yay! See? We got a see okay, totally legal. Now we have to put a mask bed on. <laughs> but before I do that, I'm going to take a drink of water. So I think that's really Anyways, um, we thought you might want to look like, see what we look like. You know, I was like going to work with Emma for so long. I had never seen her whole face. <laughs> which is yeah. like the well, I just started this month thing. and I, I, I'm still not sure how everyone looks around how everyone looks? Like, We actually, I think most of us look better with our masks off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, all of us, I'm I, sure. I would say. Yeah. Oh, we have some people well, saying hello. Oh, great. Right, yes. Well, let's say right. hello first. Um, we have Sarah, oh, sorry, Sarah Baya, Monitor. So I think he's a monitor. Can you tell us what country right. again? Um, and then good morning, my friends in Taiwan. Good week. This is from Francesco Vicente Alonso Sedeno. Where nice. are you writing from? Let us know where are you writing from. Mm -hmm. And um, one more. Oh, that's Sri Mazraya. It gives us a thumbs up. So, um, yeah, if you're tuning right now, do comment below. Let us know your name and what country, city you're watching from if you're in a different time zone than taiwan let us know what time it is mm, we love yeah. to know and um so we're talking yeah. about like we don't have to wear masks uh starting today 
when we exercise outdoors and also when we take photos indoors or outdoors. So that's great news for us. Now, even though, um, you know, the health ministry is saying that we're still, it, it's still going to be, I mean, we're still going to be under level two COVID alert until November 1st. But uh, with those relaxed restrictions, we're happy. You know, we can't complain, right? So um, I think that's a really great thing. You know what? I was just thinking like a few days ago, I was doing a story about how this kindergarten, um, they have to take their yearbook pictures with their masks on. Oh, no. And now I'm thinking that with this, you know, restriction being loosened, maybe they're really happy. They do it all over again. I mean, basically, yeah, maybe they're doing it all over again. Or some were told that, you know, you could just delay your yearbook photo taking. And so maybe those that has decided to delay it is now very, very happy. They can do it, you know, without putting the mask. I wouldn't want to have my earbud picture yeah. taken with um, masks on. Honestly, I don't. Well, imagine so. looking at it years later and then seeing everyone <laughs> wearing masks. I don't know who those people are. <laughs> I know, right? You, you can't re- recognize them. Anyway, now, of course, uh, with the masks off while you're exercising, you should still try to maintain social distancing. And uh, but you know like like i said you should put it back on right after you finish exercising so which means you've got to bring your mask with you and mm-hmm. like if you're a jogger where are you going to put your well, mask just put it in your pocket okay if it doesn't come with a pocket <laughs> i know that yep. my 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 uh, <laughs> my jogging suit pockets. doesn't have pockets you know put it like in your like in the hem of at the waist oh, i well, guess that's, that's a very popular place to keep your mask when not wearing it in taiwan is your elbow i was just gonna say yeah it's oh, in the that's elbow right. they put, put in the elbow. see if i can show this picture of this guy here he's doing exactly that he's putting the mask right on his elbow i'll show you and i don't know if um like this. people huh. you know in other countries do that you know i is think now he's trying to now is this trying common to, um <laughs> I, I when oh, when I was I back see. home this summer and I was wearing my mask like that, I was uh, really sticking out. Like this. everyone was saying, like, "Oh, we <laughs> can see you from weird. afar because you're sitting by a table Let at a bar wearing yeah. a mask on your elbow." I, I I don't like doing that myself. Actually, it's just kind of weird. But um, but some people would really do that, you know. Um, there's also people have invented a, a like a, a strap I've, that they strap the that, mask yeah. on. And then it's just if you're not you wearing it, it just hangs from your mm. from your neck. Um, it's like some people have strand. done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, like glass, you know, glasses strands. So um, that's also another way of carrying it. But I don't know if I'm a jogger with that thing kind of like <laughs> kind of hitting you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, you've got to find a way of you know carrying the mask with. The you. weirdest thing I have heard of uh, related to masks was we were supposed to wear masks when swimming in the ocean what for a what? while <laughs> i no. think i think that oh like when you go I to the beach i, I remember not, yeah there was like it wasn't the it, news it get wet did you did you do that no no i decided you not were, to, I swim. Think to the water like at the beach and then no. you had to keep your you know when you're in the, most people actually don't go under the water when they right. swim yes yeah when they're at the beach i think in that Taiwan. was oh okay, so, you, okay. so like when you're wading in the water you waiting in the water here you gotta wear your mask oh i think that was the spirit of the of the regulation of the rule but for me, I do submerge whenever I swim in the ocean. Mm-hmm. It sounded bizarre. I know. It, it <laughs> How am I be. supposed to keep a mask on? I mean, like, it so, you know, yeah, gets really. wet. And, and I think because I most Taiwanese don't actually swim when swim. they go to the beach. Right. They don't put their right. head in the water, I guess. Oh, okay. I know. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Um, now I know that um, swimming pools at sports centers are open for swimming, but you have to wear your mask up to the point where you jump before you jump into the water. 
And then when you get out of the water of the pool, you have to put the mask back on. Right. And the sports center at well at my place, um, they don't open the shower rooms. They oh. don't have the showers, so you I can't shower after yet, you take right. a, after that's, you swim. That's a bummer. Yeah, and um, okay, so that that's 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 that. And the thing is that um, um, basically, right now we're only at twenty two percent of population is fully vaccinated because some people, especially some foreign companies, are complaining about you know like why not loosen up the border a bit more so that they can have their workers you know or their uh, empl- uh, I mean uh, colleagues from abroad to come in and do some projects or finish projects and stuff but that's because our health minister is saying that we only have 22% that's fully vaccinated including myself I just got the second um, shot this morning. Oh, oh that's great. So, How do you yeah. feel, Shirley? Yeah. Why I feel are you fine at right work? now. Why are I'm you feel fine. You look you usually, totally like yeah, full I mean, of energy. Actually, you know, I remember when, after I got my first shot, I was like, I was, uh, it was also my news day. And I was fine the whole day. Until the next day? Until, the, until the, at night, you know. Right. It kind of hits you like bed. half a day later, right? Yeah, something like that. And so today, right now, so far, I'm fine. Oh, and wow. usually they say that if it's your second shot, you 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 don't f- react as much as if it was your oh, first shot. Should you get AstraZeneca? Yeah, it, it depends yeah. on the brand. With AstraZeneca, I, I guess I've it heard, depends on the brand. Yeah. yeah well, so. if you need a day off tomorrow, just let us know. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking tomorrow off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a good excuse. <laughs> well, Natalie got her first dose of uh, Pfizer. That's mm, right yesterday. on Saturday. So oh, Saturday. Yeah, sa- okay. actually, so okay. it didn't hit me right away, but. The next day, Sunday, I felt under the weather and still Monday, too. Actually, I was planning to come into work, but then my dad, we have FaceTime. He's like, you look so tired. I'm like, I am. I got my shot. He said, why are you going to work? Tell him you don't need to go to work. Tell him you have side effects. I said, okay, that's a good idea. I do have side effects. So. Did you come down with a fever? No, but it's like okay. the chills. No. And oh, like what, what the chills? Feeling exhaust, I mean, exhaustion. Almost like you're about to get sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I did very too. tired. Like, yeah. Very just I know. Tired. I slept the whole day yesterday. So, I mean, uh, yesterday, the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried after to my sleep, first shot. It's, it's, it's hard to do that. Yeah. So, well, um, yeah. With Pfizer, I, I took Pfizer as well, and I okay. felt a bit tired after the first dose and a bit under the weather, but it was slightly more pronounced after the second dose. Really? I'm sorry to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, so okay. with, I'm not yeah. looking forward to uh, that. Uh, AstraZeneca is the other way. Yes, the other way. It's the oh, first dose around, that is more hopefully. serious than the second. Interesting. Yeah. So, but anyway. Anyways. But yes. Now, as to, you know, we're still very, very low considering, uh, what is it now? Um, getting, oh wait, I already said that. 22% is a very low percentage of fully vaccinated rate in any country. So compared to other countries, we're still low. So um, I think we're being very, very careful. That's what I can say. Our government is t- very, Well, very no, careful. we didn't have enough vaccines. That's the problem. Yeah, to start so, with. I yeah. think now, I mean, well, they're just coming still in. Short. They're still yeah, coming in. Still, so, yeah. I mean, if we had more we would have more people vaccinated. It's not actually a lack of willingness anymore. It's it just, yeah. it's the number of vaccines mm-hmm. seem to be coming in. People oh. in Taiwan seem to be very keen on more getting vaccinated. Wi- it's just the availability of the vaccine that's of, the problem. I know of people who are not going to take it. <laughs> oh, really? In Taiwan. Well, yeah. we, all, we all know some people <laughs> like some that. Some people <laughs> are like that, yes. I have my mask on backwards, uh, upside down. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we're going to talk about yogurt, right? Yogurt oh, is being yes. useful oh, in Taiwan. I can always Not talk yoga, about yogurt. 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 <laughs> like the bacteria. Delicious yogurt. Yum. You guys make your own? I make my own. We do. We do make my, our own. Um, that, I think that's great. I should learn that. I, I make, well, technically I make kefir, which is a similar huh? drink. What uh, is it? Kefir. What's that? It's Ooh. a type of sour milk. Uh-huh. Uh, it's okay. similar to yogurt, except it's a bit more acidic. It's a bit oh. more sour. So how do you make it? Uh, I have a, a bacterial culture mm-hmm. that I keep in the fridge. And mm-hmm. every now and again, I take it out, add it to milk, uh, yeah. let it sit for oh. around 24 hours in room temperature until uh-huh. it multiplies and yeah. takes over the milk, so to speak. Uh-huh. Then I, I leave some for next time, put it back in the fridge. Right. Uh, I heat up the rest very slowly over a low fire and then strain it through gauze oh, for wow. a few hours. That's a and, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, well, the, the end product of that is a type of soft white cheese called quark. Okay. Very popular Whoa. in Germany, very popular in Eastern Europe. Okay. Really? Is it tasty? It's very tasty. Oh, really? It's very delicate. It's It's... Can you show us a picture sometime? Um, Sure. I'd like to know what it looks like. It it, it is very white, kind of granular. It's a little bit like tofu, actually. So you can make your own cheese? Yes. Okay. How do you make your own cheese? Well, I I started making making quark, making that cheese, uh, when I came to Taiwan and discovered that I couldn't buy any (laughs) in in, in Taiwan. So what do you do again? Uh, It's called quark. Uh-huh. How do you make it? Uh, just like I said. So it's basically kefir. It's this this sour milk because, oh, oh yeah, I didn't specify <laughs> that the first step is just getting the drink, getting uh, kefir, which is a type of yogurt, let's say. Uh, that's what, what uh, I get after 24 hours of letting the bacteria work on the milk. Mm-hmm. After that, when I heat it up and then strain it through gauze, it becomes quark. Okay. So it became, becomes, for all my Polish listeners, you, Yeah, I'm sure they all know. How do you spell <laughs> that? Quark. Quark. Um, it's Q-U-A-R-K. Oh, just so like the, the, the subatomic particle. Okay. Yes, the that's the portion. solid portion. And what do you yes. do with the liquid? I get rid of it. it. I don't need it, yeah. Interesting. Oh, you oh, don't? Oh. No, no. I was thinking the liquid was the well, part of the tr- Well, the, the, the first step, if I, if I stop there, if I just uh, mix it up after 24 hours because it, it curdles. Um, uh-huh. And if I just sort of mix it around a little bit, it is the same consistency as yogurt or kefir. Okay. And you just drink it like that? You can drink it, yeah. Oh okay. I well. that's my number one drink when I whenever I go back home. I, oh, I drink it with breakfast. Wow. I drink it with I think it's dinner. It's really good for you, right? It, well, it is not only good for humans, but also turns out for fish. Oh, tell us oh, about oh, this. Yes, uh, yes, that's the the the, the, <laughs> the story today. <laughs> Finally, we get to the story. Um, so the Fisheries Research Institute has come up with an additive to fish feed that is going to protect fish. It's going to make them healthier, it's going to make them grow bigger, and it's going to protect them from um, pathogenic bacteria. The the special type of yogurt that they're going to add to feed uh, contains uh, a a type of bacteria, uh, the lactic acid bacteria, B4 lactic acid bacteria, that uh, protects fish from pathogens. Mm. Oh, wow. It strengthens them. It makes them grow much heavier. Uh, oh, there's, wow. There was an experiment in which they compared a group that was uh, of fish that was fed the yogurt. Uh, it wasn't only the yogurt. It was fish feed with 1% additive of yogurt. They grew around 100 grams 
heavier. Wow, that's a lot for five seventy yeah. compared to four sixty seven, and they were uh, less likely to be infected by Streptococcus bacteria. Oh, okay. Which is apparently somewhat of a problem down south um, for uh, f industrial the fisheries. Oh, interesting. Oh. Huh. Um, yeah, uh, so this is uh, a new t t technique of protecting fish that is uh, uh, being developed by the uh, Fisheries Research, Research Institute, who have also filed for a patent. Oh, okay. For that new technique. Interesting. So that, we that might see right. that spread to other countries as well, hopefully. Other well, countries, know, huh? Okay. You know, yogurt's really easy to make. If you have a, they have yogurt machines, and basically all you do is pour milk in there and then maybe bacteria or like a spoon of your old yogurt mm -hmm. and then just let it sit there for um nine hours okay oh and then it's it's done really so i don't have to go buy yogurt it's like this big pot and then you just keep making it and making it and making it i mean there's no sugar and then like if you want you can add jelly or sugar yeah. or honey if you don't you just add like fruit and whatever i it's think people great. don't like working with milk these days uh people make their own you name it, uh, bread, uh, pasta, but not a lot of people want to experiment with milk. I don't know why. People are afraid maybe that it'll spoil, it'll go bad. Yeah. I, the kind of bacteria that you don't want will I, develop in it. I used to take cereal with milk, but that was like years ago. And now if I take it with milk, I mean, um, I, I suffer diarrhea. Oh, you're not, oh, you're not so I become you lactose. Tolerate lactose? Tolerate, yeah, uh, what do you call it? You've, you've become intolerant. lactose yeah. intolerant. I don't know why that happened, but it, it just happened because I think I stopped drinking milk for a couple of years and then when I went back to it, you know, I realized that I can't take milk anymore. So I, I take cereal with soy milk now. Um, that's what I do, which I think is still fine. I hear but, it's um, also more environmentally responsible to use uh, soy, soy well, milk or yes, you know, of course. other <laughs> milk substitutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just like dairy too much. Mm. I love milk. I mean, I, I like still like cheese. And mm. Yeah. Yogurt. Oh, I can't have coffee without oatmeal milk. Oatmeal with uh, milk. Yeah. That's yeah. all very, like, comforting. I don't know why. I could probably mm -hmm. give up eating meat before milk? dairy. Really? Or, oh. yeah, and I love cheese, too. Mm. Cheese is so delicious. Which I think is... Good. Yeah. I think yeah, milk is pretty nutritious. Yeah. 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 So is cheese. Yep. That's High right. High calorie though. I mean. That's but, right. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. Not I, I an can everyday eat cheese. Thing. I'm fine with cheese, but it's just not milk. Huh. So. I don't know. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> yogurt's good for you, good for our fish too, right? Yay. All right. And also, hi, Henry. Henry Yunmahe is. Oh, um, hi. Hi. Oh. Hi, Henry. Right? Hi. hi, Henry. Oh, yay! He's joining us today. Great. Sorry. Okay, so Taiwan is seeing a lot of electric vehicles lately. Uh, just this week, Foxconn revealed some of its electric vehicles, and we also have the very first electric racing car. Tell yeah. us about that. You know, it's funny because only a couple of days ago, um, Foxconn, you know, announced that they've got these, you know, new electric vehicles, including an electric bus, right? And I was just thinking, like, when is are we going to have electric like racing car? And then boom, it's here. <laughs> it was like, this is like really surprising. So we're talking about the National Gong University. Um, they have a team of students called a Formula Racing Team. And they came out with Taiwan's the only and first electric racing car, which they hope to race in the Formula SAE Japan competition. 
And um, it takes only, guess what, three seconds to accelerate from zero to 100 kilometers per hour. Oh, that must be fun. That was very fast. I know. Well, you know, Hong Kai, of course, they kind of, um, theirs was, they break in the record, it's like 2.8 seconds to accelerate from zero to 100. But anyway, this is not bad. Three three seconds. Three seconds. So um, basically, um, they actually were not able to um, take part in the race, or actually rather because of COVID. For the past two years, they didn't have this race, you know, in Japan. And so they gave them more time to be able mm. to build uh, this better racing car, you know. And um, it took 20 students to build this third generation racing car in one year. It t- only took them a year to do it. And um, basically, uh, oops, I'm looking at the wrong one, sorry. And basically, um, um, they've also lightened the car. It's not as heavy as when they, you know, as the mm-hmm. first generation. The first. Yeah, so it, it's it's now from 340 kilograms to 260 kilograms. So the car now has two motors rather than one, which actually is a trend for electric vehicles. Oh, is that and so? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm learning this too for the first time. So there's the addition of aerodynamic kits on the front wing and rear spoiler. So the car's cornering speed is almost like two seconds faster than before. You know, when you corner... Like Important zoom, if you want to race it. Yeah, I know, really. And so um, they said that building the car, though, took them 1.5 times longer than normal because of the pandemic. And they were short on electronic parts and IC parts and all that. But um, the team members had to work from home. They would share their design ideas via online meetings. (laughs) And then they they would go separately into the lab to do the assembling. Because you can't have too many people in the same room, right? Lab, you know, yeah. Hmm. It's amazing. All the more impressive. I know. And then one of the team leaders, and it's a she, she, she let the test run and she could feel the car speed as soon as she pressed on the accelerator pedal with her foot. So um, she, um, this other team member was saying that now racing is really a sport, not just only for men, but also for women, because women have an advantage because they're lighter in weight. <laughs> so mm. it lets the car go faster. So that's good to know. But I mean, racing race, has always been a <laughs> sport for both men and women. It was just yeah. sort of occupied by men for decades. I know, that's Who knows true. why? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's this stereotype that men like cars and women like uh, dresses, uh, well, or uh, dresses and <laughs> Barbie dolls or yeah. <laughs> whatever the stereotype <laughs> is, which is so not true. Incredibly yeah. not true. Like in my family, I have a brother and a sister. My brother and I have zero interest in cars. Zero. Yes. I don't care what I drive. I like, I enjoy driving, Uh but I don't look at cars. I don't compare stats. I don't don't watch car videos. My sister, though, uh, that's another story. She actually follows Formula One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. She's she's the the one (laughs) in our, she's the gearhead in the family. Has it been that way ever since you guys are little? Uh, since yeah, yeah, many like years ago, her her interesting cars uh, appeared. I guess yeah. So like she grew up with ago. like these Matchbox cars. <laughs> no, 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 no. That did. was <laughs> we we were growing up with Matchbox cars <laughs> okay. because because that's the again a that's the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, it's a boy thing. So we were getting cars, we were getting planes, we were getting all kinds of like technical stuff. My brother is a very technical person, to uh, be fair. Okay. But not neither of us has an interest in cars specifically. Mm. And then my sister, who was al- always given other toys when she was younger, uh, suddenly developed an interest in cars and Formula One and in racing and all that. Yeah. Mm. 
It's very yeah. common in Taiwan. Um, groups of young people uh, on heavy motorcycles. And for our international listeners, uh, heavy motorcycles in Taiwan mean 50, uh, 550 cc's of displacement and above. Well, whereas abroad, other countries, why? They're heavier? Uh, in Taiwan, there are three <laughs> categories oh, okay. of, of motorcycles. Okay. Whereas in many other countries, there's just one. There's just motorcycle, oh. that's it. Because oh, we have much oh. lighter, shorter yes. scooter type of stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, th I think it would be fun to do, but it's very dangerous. It is. The heavy it motorcycle. Is, yeah. I mean, motorcycles in general. And expensive in Taiwan. It would be fun, but it's a little <laughs> dangerous. Okay, so that's what's going on with our electric vehicles. Yeah, lots of going on with that, huh? And uh, we're about to end the show, actually. It's about time. So it's been great to be with you today. Thank you all who have joined us. And we will see you next time on here in Taiwan. Eat Great. your yogurt. Yes, make your yogurt. <laughs> make your yogurt. And yogurt. Eat feed, your yogurt. Feed your fish yogurt it. as well. <laughs> For here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Tomasz Koper. See ya. Bye. 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 Visit RTI at english.rti.org.tw.
Hello, you're listening to Radio Taiwan International. I'm Emma Banak, and for the next 20 minutes, you are going to get to tune in to Just the Classics. Last week, I played some music by Yao Surong, one of Taiwan's pop divas from the 60s. And now we're hitting up another Taiwanese pop diva, but this one from a couple decades later. During this show, I'm going to be talking about and playing some great tunes by the musician Irene Ye, or her Chinese name is Ye Ailing. Irene Ye was born in 1959, and she really loved singing from a young age. She started performing as early as middle school. Although music had been her passion for a long time, it took her until around 1985 to really get into the spotlight. She became really well known in 1985 because she filmed a European-style coffee commercial, and she really caught the eye of the public. In the very next year, 1986, Ye won the award at the Golden Voice Awards for Best New Artist. That first song you heard by her was 我不知我爱你, or I Don't Know If I Love You, which definitely sounds pretty harsh, um, but I really liked that song. I thought it was a good way to open up the show on a kind of upbeat sort of tone, although Ye is also very well known for some of her more toned down, slow love ballads. This next song I'm going to play is called 我正用心爱着你, or I Once Loved You Dearly. So this song is shaping up to be something that might not be quite as happy, seeing as it seems that this relationship hasn't continued. Something that I really like about this one is that it opens with bits of electric guitar, which you'll hear in other songs by Ye, but later on it fades into something softer. So here we go, here's 我正用心爱着你. And take a listen. Do 
Hello, we are back. So to give you a little more info about Ye, in 1988, she performed at a stadium in Taichung and became the first female artist to headline her own show and tour, which is pretty crazy because that was 1988, not really that long ago. In 1990, though, she said she hit a bit of a writer's block and she decided to make an album of duets with 10 different men. And these duets were very, very well received. I think that the male singers that she chose, their voices really complement her as well. So you'll be listening to some more of those throughout this program. The next song I'm going to play is Ai Ni Yuan which means love you for 10,000 years. I feel like this song seems like more strong and powerful than the last one that we were listening to. And the lyrics talk about how she wants 
him to think about how much she loves him. And I think that the percussion and electric guitar are pretty interesting in the song. And overall, I think it has a pretty catchy chorus. So you guys can check it out. This is Aini Iwanian. Okay, so that was Love You for a Thousand Years. Now, later in her life, in 1991, Yeah ended up getting married to one of the members of her professional production team, and later they ended up having a son. Not just any son, but actually a well-known singer going by the name of Ozzy. I'm sure that having a famous mother as an artist definitely helped him on his road to fame. Yeah definitely started to slowly lead a more quiet life after she got married and had a child, but she was still releasing some hits. This next song that I'm going to play is called Putao Meijo, which is a wine, 
And it's cool because it opens with a chorus of men. And it's another love song. As you can see, that's pretty classic tradition with her songs. And it has a nice duet in there as well. The main theme of the song is wanting to tell someone that you miss them. And this ties into the title having to do with wine. Because I think there's sort of a saying that's like in vino veritas or like when we drink wine or consume alcohol, we're more likely to actually speak the truth. So sometimes we're not always willing to expose ourselves and let others know how much we miss them. But sometimes after someone has a glass or two of wine, these sort of feelings seem to release themselves more easily. So that's the song that we have coming up next, Putao Meijiu.
Okay, so back to the later part of Ye's career. She also had some small roles in TV and in the broadcast world. And in 2001, she took on another role by opening a secondhand clothes shop. By the year 2003, she had already released 14 albums. But by that point, she started slowly backing out of the spotlight. Till this day, she still performs occasionally. And when she comes out, the fans who have loved her since her early days in the 80s are still there to support her. The last song I'm going to close out this episode of Just the Classics with is called Ai de Dao Lu, or The Road of Love. I chose this song because I thought it's kind of interesting how it has traditional Chinese music sounds in the beginning and then electric guitar later. There's also some interesting percussion parts, in my opinion. And the main message of the song is that we shouldn't be afraid of love. But in fact, we should run after it. And I think, just in general, that's a great message to have. So that's what I'll leave you with today. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Classics. I'm Emma Banak. Tune in again next week to hear even more of Taiwan's great classics.
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.